Well, here we are again, back at the Conflab with Nate Cartledge, which is me. Hey, I'm so humbled and stoked to have you in this space with me today. Let's tap on in. All right, before we get started, we just want to thank our great friends at Studio 6 Burley on the Gold Coast. They are such a great support to me and the Conflab helping us get this out to you all the time. So if you're a content creator, if you have a a long-term podcast or you're looking to start a podcast or you need a studio for anything, reach out to them at Studio 6 at Burley on the Gold Coast. They are amazing. Thanks again, guys. Here we are again, back in the studio, bringing you episode 32 today. Really, really grateful. I was just asking my producer and we were chatting about what are we grateful for today? And I'm grateful for the space that I have. Um, great people at Studio 6 Burley to be able to create this podcast. And, you know, I'm, I'm super humbled by the opportunity that's in front of me right now. And also, this is episode 32, but this week it was really cool to celebrate with a really good friend of mine who's just updated his podcast name and he's really going after it this year. But he, re- he released his 200th podcast, and that's Brett Robbo with Unbeatable You. If you haven't listened to any of his yet, I just, want, I just want to give him a good shout out and say get on his podcast and listen to it. He has some incredible information, and it's not just the guests. He does great solos as well, inspirational 15, 20-minute solos, and, and they're just full of great content for us to, to help us. And um, – and so that's how we're starting today. This episode is actually going to be called The Wake Up. And we're anchoring off self-awareness. One of the big things about building a healthy life pattern is if you are not aware that you need one, then you just won't do it. And that's as simple as that. If you're not aware that you need a healthy life pattern, and I was having this discussion this morning with a really good mate in the sauna, and we were talking about health and all these sorts of things, and Actually, we were talking about if you were given a terminal illness, would you go down the road of healthy alternatives or would you get chemo and radio, whatever it is? And and I just had to say to him, I said, well, I don't. I think that in human nature, people don't change until they hit fatality. Until we're faced with death, sometimes we don't change. Well, that's not early enough for, for me and it shouldn't be early enough for you. So the wake up is all about when did you wake up or have you woken up? And for me, I have some stories around that. Um, I've had plenty of prods in my life to wake up, to wake up to self-awareness. And when I say self-awareness, there's a lot of things about self-awareness that we need to understand that we get wrong. And there's been some studies, and I'll get into that a little bit in a minute. But you would have you all heard my story, a little bit of my story in the last solo episode that I did but I just want to talk about one particular area today. You know, um, there was a period of time in between around about 2010, between 2010 and 2015, um, there was a five-year period where I went through some events where I, I nearly lost my marriage, which would have been absolutely devastating. And I had to put a business through bankruptcy and liquidation and I just lost all confidence in myself. And what I realised was the confidence I had wasn't the right confidence. It wasn't proper self-confidence. It was confidence in – it was almost like this. My 
my brain was writing checks, my abilities couldn't cash. You know, it, it was it was really simple. Like I thought I was something that I wasn't, and and I was just trying to be a square peg in a round hole rather than be Nathan. And so in that period of time, it, I had a fair bit of arrogance. I'd imagine. I mean, a lot of people might say I wasn't, but deep down inside me, I think if you are. And two of the things that stop self-awareness are power and knowledge. If you have a, a powerful position, you will not be self-aware about your – you'll have blinders on. You'll just think you're all powerful. And if you've got a lot of knowledge, knowledge can just puff us up and make us proud. It can, it can give us a lot of information, but it doesn't – you know, you've heard me say, don't tell me what's in your here. Tell me what's in your heart. Don't tell me what's in your head. For those who are only listening, don't tell me what's in your head. Tell me what's in your heart. What truly comes out of your heart – because in your heart holds wisdom, in your mind holds knowledge. And knowledge not applied is just useless information. So there are two things that's, that stunt it. And I had a lot of knowledge. I was very analytical. And I always believed I was going to make, make something out of something that wasn't even me to do. And so arrogantly I kept building and, and kept avoiding issues and kept avoiding things to focus to, f- to face and to focus on and we went down the spiral and the worst thing is that the the people that had their ears off or people who had my ears weren't giving me the right information. They were puffing me up a little bit or they were too scolding. So I was too insecure. So it was either one or the other. They were, tr- they were building my, you know, like confidence in the wrong way or they were too critical and dealing with my insecurities. Now, whose fault's that? Is that theirs? No, it's not. It's mine. Absolutely mine. I take complete responsibility for it. However, that's, there's some stuff there. So eventually I'd, I'd taken on work that we shouldn't have taken on in our businesses. I got us into a quite a lot of debt and we made some really wrong decisions, but we were also given really wrong advice and we acted on that wrong advice. So there's our responsibility and with that, I I even had my wife tethered to the businesses in a way that she shouldn't have been. And it wasn't safe and it wasn't uh, effective. And <clears throat> eventually we had the advice to stitch it all up, close down and have to try and somehow start again. And it was the most harrowing time for me. And it didn't really look probably on the external like that because I'm quite an optimistic person. But I'd say I'm optimistic but I would also say that sometimes optimistic people can be avoiding or the, avoiding the real issue. And maybe there were some things there that I didn't really want to face. And I, I, I acted like I was self-aware, but I was avoiding some stuff there that I've had to face. And so for me, you know, like back in 2010, 2011, when I nearly lost my marriage, fast forward to 2014, 2015, my confidence was pushed and pushed and pushed to a point where there that I had none and that was a wake up that was a, like a moment where I was I was having pains in my chest from a bit of anxiety and I don't I've never suffered it so I I don't want to be relative to people who actually have this problem all the time I, I I haven't really suffered it but I had this pain in the chest constantly every morning I'd wake up and it was just debilitating and it wasn't until I actually started going and understanding that I put me there. And not only did I put me there, I put my wife there, I put my family there, I put them all in danger. Then all of a sudden 
I became very aware of Nathan and very aware of my weaknesses. And so, and then at the same time, I became very analytical. I, I started asking myself why, 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 we, why, would, why did I do that and why does this always happen to me? And there it is, right there in that second of that asking that question, why? That leads us to a victim mindset straight away. So I still wasn't listening to the right prod, but it was the wake up. It was the wake up. Like plenty of moments in my life I've had traumatic events, different things happen um, that have, you know, we, we call them the vicissitudes and it's quite funny now because they're, they're just the ebbs and flows of life. They're, that's pretty natural, normal things that can happen every day. And this week we had to deal with one three months ago and we're in March now, but three months ago, March 2023, depending if you might be listening to this in 2223, I don't know. If it's podcasting is still, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> um, but three months ago we had to put one of our pets down and that was quite horrific but he was old and he was full of tumours and it was the right humane thing to do. This weekend we came home and the other one of our little pets who is a beautiful little dog, he'd, he'd uh, got a herniated disc in his back and so he couldn't walk and we were faced with the same, the same thing. But, you know, like it's just a natural thing that happens and all of a sudden it created a traumatic event. It's just a natural thing that can happen. And so we're faced with in life these things that come along. And by the way, he's all good now. He's back walking again. Cost me a little bit, but he was worth it. Um, but these things happen. And how the reason why self-awareness is so important is because how we deal with them will lead us to growth. And you've heard me say the freedom we most seek is in the darkest part of the cave we most fear to go. And real growth is actually going after these things and dealing with it in the right way but not going after things you shouldn't. So a victim will act like an analytical person. They'll, they'll think too much. And I recently spoke to, about this to my personal coach. And, and if the right person asks me this question, how are you really doing? All of a sudden because they've asked me that person and I trust them, my mind would always go, oh, he must see something that I don't or they must see something that I don't. And it would send me on a spiral for three days of being analytical, going down a hole of, oh, there's something wrong with me or well, maybe it's this or maybe it's that. And then I create something that is wrong with me and justify it. And then to three days later go, I just wasted three days of my life thinking about things that aren't even in existence. How am I really doing? I'm doing freaking great. And that – and that should be enough because they're not, they're not seeing something that I can't see. They're just asking me a beautiful question. So that would also lend itself to being a victim. And so self-awareness can actually do that. If you're not in the right frame of mind, depending on a lot of things, there's some data I want to show everyone as well, but if you're not thinking the right way, trying to be self-aware, trying to be introspective, introspective can actually lead you down the wrong garden path. It can lead you into a hole of completely going the wrong way with this stuff. So here's some, here's some evidence. And what self-awareness is, is the ability to focus on yourself and how your actions, thoughts and emotions do or don't align with your internal standards, with your values, with, with your character, 
So your actions and your thoughts and your emotions, if they align with those things, that's what self-awareness is. To, to be able to ask myself, how I'm reacting to this, does this really align with who I really want to be? It's like, here's my list of values. This is my character. I know them. But my reaction to that person had nothing to do with that. That's what self-awareness is. And it's been able to check yourself properly. So it's, it's may sound simple, but it all depends on where you are at, you know. And it also depends on how we're programmed. You know, we could be programmed with like, oh, I'm quite optimistic, whereas other people might be pessimistic. And that's both have negatives and positives. So it depends on your programming. It also depends on your insecurities. Have you dealt with your insecurities, your fears, you know, your FOPO, all these things of fear of people's opinions. Um, and everyone knows that I had a, a really bad addiction to approval. And so that ha- would always have a bearing on how we've, we've become self-aware. So as much as self-awareness is a real buzzword at the moment, it's really important, and especially in psychology and personal development and growth in all those areas. But there's something that I believe that we need to get to before we get fully self-aware, and that is um, having the right to introspective and extrospective things in place. And that's being able to go, even if I've got the insecurities, being able to look at things in the right manner and ask the right questions. And there's been a Harvard business study done by Tash Urich, and she's an organisational psychologist, and she did 10 investigations of 5,000 people over a period of time plus a whole bunch of other stuff, uh, other data and other research that they they did of people that were acting like self-aware, who believed they were being self-aware. And what they found through this data, and this is research, so it's not a guess, this is actual data, they found that out of everyone who was trying to be self-aware, only 10 to 15% of those people, so between 500 out of 5,000, 10 different times, only 500 to 750 people were actually operating properly in self-awareness. So, you know, we can grab these great buzzwords the latest thing on social media or the latest thing out there in in psychology or the latest thing that's come across the TED Talk or Mel Robbins 54321 Go and they're all great, they're all fantastic or the latest thing from Anthony Robbins and they're phenomenal, they really are. But if we get them around the wrong way, they could do more damage than good. So introspective and extrospective. So being looking at yourself internally but then having a look at yourself externally as well. How do other people perceive you? And if you're insecure in any way, you're going to worry about what people see. You're going to worry about their concern. However, we should have a healthy dialogue with people. We should be able to have someone say, hey, maybe we need to look at this curve and we maybe need to take this edge off and you've got to be able to handle constructive criticism in a way that people are only trying to help you get better. But it's really hard when your mindset's going this way. So 10 to 15%. So here's some things that really hinder proper introspection, self-awareness. Number one, a FOPO, fear of people's opinions. If you carry a fear of people's opinions, your, your introspective self-awareness is going to really be hindered. You're going to be so critical of yourself. And that's number one. You can't do that. Number two, experience. 
which is knowledge, which can make us arrogant, like experience. You've, you, oh, I know this stuff, you know. And I remember seeing this ad years ago. It was a, I can't even remember what it was about, but this guy, it was a, such a funny tagline. This this guy thought he was a boat a captain and he'd say, don't tell me, I know boats. And he steps off his edge straight through a dinghy. And I don't know, I just got sidetracked there. But but it just shows you that if you think you've had experience with something, like, I don't know, I, I think the older I get, the more I realise I don't know. The day that I know everything should probably be the day I won't exist anymore. <laughs> because, yeah, I think I want more experience and I, I don't mind where I get it from. I mean, I will learn from the youngest and the oldest. I've learned from my grandson and I'll learn from anyone. Like I've got no problem there because I know that once before I thought I had this experience and it led me down a complete path of destruction and not just – not just and the evidence was there. I, I like my marriage I nearly lost, the family I nearly lost, the businesses I lost, the property, the whole lot, you know, and that – you might say, oh, that's a result of bad management. You know what? It wasn't. It was a result of bad man. well, maybe a bad management of myself, but that was the evidence of it. That was the actual evidence that was something wrong internally. And um, so experience, power. Power is another thing that can really, if you, you know, it brings arrogance. And so when we're like that, we're like staunch. No, don't tell me. I'm powerful. You listen to what I'm saying. You're not going to be self-aware at all. And the last one here I've got is the question, why? And that question, why, and this is what they found with the data that the people that weren't in the 10 to 15% were asking themselves why. Why me? Why this? What has this happened to me for? And that's immediately, like we said before, that's immediate indication of victim mindset. And so there's a better question. And here's the thing. So, I, you know, I talk about mentors. So I've got three points here and then I'm, I'm just going to tap out straight away. I don't want to take anyone's extra time um, today, but I hope, I just want to inspire you that, that there's a way through this properly. And it's like, don't just grab the latest buzzword, the latest psychology, actually have a look at it. And so there's three quick points I have here. What what assists correct self-awareness? What, what are the three things that I can give you that I've added to my life that I know that now when I look at myself and go, am I aligned with these things? I can answer yes, yes, no. Right. Hey, that's cool. I can fix that. And without any fear of FOPO, without any worry of, of insecurity, hey, yeah, I've got, I can expose it. I can be vulnerable. I mean, that's probably another key to being fully self-aware is empowering vulnerability. But number one, ask the right questions, and they're the what questions, the what and the yes questions. So what is this What is this that's happening? What can I do about it? What am I benefiting from it? The what questions and the yes questions, questions that get a yes from you. Am I fully aligned? Yes. You know, and if it's a no, then okay, that's something that needs to be switched. So ask yourself the right questions, the what questions, not the why questions. Don't ask the victim questions. Ask the ones that are sound. Even though you may have something out of order, that doesn't mean you're not sound. It means you're aware of where you're at. And I think that makes a really sound person. I mean, we talk about wholeness, but wholeness isn't completely whole. It's, I think it's completely aware that we're not and we're not, we need work. And that's, I think, a massive thing. And I'm more happy to be completely whole in that aspect because I know I need work. Um, number two is 
having the right mentors, and you've heard me say this before about mentors, get a mentor that you trust and that has efficacy in that area. You know, and I trust some people, but I know that they don't know what they're talking about when it comes to certain things. So I can't use them for this. But I have mentor, I have people that I know that are really smart in this area uh, about awareness, but I don't trust them. So once again, I can't use them in this thing. Find someone you trust and that has some efficacy in their answers. And that's important. That's your mentor. And an ability to act on your findings. And I think that's number one, They're probably the most important one. So we've got three there's asking the right questions, the what questions and the yes questions. Having a mentor, the right sort of mentor, someone you trust and, and has the ability in that area. And an ability to act on your findings. And I think that's really important because if you don't act on your findings, that's where you're stuck in that why motive, that you're where you're stuck as a victim, just going around in circles. You're not, you're not acting like someone who's a victor. If you have the ability to act on your findings, so okay, here's my list of values, my character, my integrity, this is my philosophy, this is how I want to live my life. Right now I'm responding and reacting this way and it's completely opposite to this. This is what needs to change, so I'm going to do that right now. Um, I need to ask that person for forgiveness. I need to act on that straight away. I need to step out of here and be humble and tell someone that I was wrong. Th those things are really important. I need to show myself some compassion. I need to stop acting like a victim because that's not a part of my values. Act on those things straight away. So that's what I've got for us today. It's called the wake up. Um, I had a, a big slap in the face. And you know what? I had quite a lot of them. But I just want to say, don't let yourself get to that point before you wake up. Self-awareness is a really important thing, but let's get it in its right performance and understand what self-awareness is. Don't be, away, don't be afraid to be not only introspective, but extrospective. Have the right people in your world and act on those things. Go for it. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again next week. That was the end of another episode. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you've enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe as this will help me get my message out to more people. If you've heard anything today that has resonated with you, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Nath Cartledge. All the other ways to contact me will be in the show notes. I'd love to chat and hear your thoughts. Can't wait to Conflab next week.